Hi everyone and welcome to the show. My name is Mike McLeod and I am the owner of Solve CrossFit. This podcast, along with my coaching practice, aims to help busy adults such as yourselves tackle your health and fitness goals no matter what they might be. Hi everybody and welcome to today's episode. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about what to do after the Intramural Open. First of all, to all of our members that have been participating in the Intramural Open over the last four weeks, we just want to say a massive well done and what a great time we had uh, helping you along with that. Um, you've just finished one of the most exciting series of events uh, in our entire calendar year. The Intramural Open was just a real celebration of your commitment to improving your health and fitness over the last 12 months. Also a celebration of the connections and relationships that you formed with your classmates over the last year. And of course, it was a celebration of the special bond that you share with your coach or coaches who have obviously helped you guide you know that journey for you over the last 12 months or so. So really just to say that we're proud of you is obviously a total understatement. The last four weeks have been really, truly special. And uh, I know as uh, I speak for all the coaches when I say that we're still actually buzzing off, you know, just the team spirit, the community, um, and obviously as well as the achievements that, that we saw take place over those four weeks. Um, and so that leads me on to kind of, yeah, the, the kind of topic of today's episode. Well, what happens next? I mean, with such a great high that we've had over the last four weeks, can come a series of lows maybe a sense of feeling a little bit lost with your training like what do i focus on now or um what's important to me you know that's some that's a question that you need to kind of one ask yourselves over a longer period of time um, and regularly but it can come at the very end of the open because you've had you know you've experienced maybe a new a new progression you know maybe you hit your first set of pull-ups and you're thinking well okay i did one but how do i kind of put that into my training now how do i utilize those skills and develop further and things like that so you might have a sense of overwhelm and just generally not really knowing what to focus on next in your health and fitness journey and so that's what this podcast is uh, or today's episode is going to hopefully help you figure out in the instrumental open like i said earlier you got to see lots of different things that don't necessarily usually happen in our classes for example maybe you decided to go and think you know maybe you hadn't had ever done a pull-up before but the workout had pull-ups in it and you thought you know what I'm just going to give it a go. Whereas normally in a class, you know, you would ask your coach, hey coach, I'm not really too confident with the pull-ups right now. Is there anything anything else I can do? And we would obviously provide you a suitable progression that's going to move you forwards over a longer period of time, but is ultimately going to keep you away from trying a pull-up for that day. Whereas in the open, you really got to kind of, you know, push the boat out a little bit, see what you're made of. We maybe PB'd a squat clean, uh, you know, and and we saw how amazing that was for everybody. and, and we did, we pushed outside of our comfort zone, which is a, a huge positive. But you might also be on the side of the fence where it's like, well, that was great for everybody else, but actually I didn't see any progress or I didn't PB. And so you might be thinking, well, why didn't I when everyone else did? Or how can I get to their level? Or how do I, what's my next step in order you know, to kind of show myself that I can progress? And so again, that's what this uh, episode today is hopefully gonna address. It's perfectly normal to feel like this if you do. Okay, so after an event like we've had, um, it's perfectly normal to feel that you know you don't necessarily know what to do next, or that you're kind of thinking, okay, I'm really happy for everybody else, but I would like some of that action. And although you're proud of your efforts and the efforts of others, it can make you feel like you know you want to assess where you are with your current journey up to this point. Um, and so that, again, that's exactly what we're gonna we're gonna recommend that you do to start this process of figuring out what to do next. That's how we're gonna start this. So. I want to outline a way for you to actually go about this that's 
that's let's call it a best practice so the first thing i do is when i'm trying to figure out what i need to focus on next well what i would actually what do i have the energy and time for with shifting my focus to is i need to start with actually what's gone well over the last three six nine or twelve months and it doesn't have to be gym related it can be life related it can be anything that's important to you right now you need to go and actually figure out what's going well so i might start with something like hey i've just started at this new gym only three months ago and you know i didn't really enjoy the open um or i didn't think i would enjoy the open but i signed up and you know what in doing so i met so many more new people from the community and because of that i really enjoyed myself that would be a positive thing that's happened to you in the last three months or so maybe you've been really consistent with coming to your coach sessions in the weeks and maybe you've done that consistently for over 12 weeks and you know six months ago you you couldn't string three workouts back to back together at all you know you were maybe really not consistent Maybe you've started to look into your nutrition. We ran a kickstart nutrition program in January that four people signed up to, and they all had fantastic results. By the time the Open came around, they were so excited to get involved in the workouts because they had seen noticeable differences and changes. Maybe you lost five kilos in the last six weeks. Maybe you just talked to yourself more positively. Maybe you started doing our Bright Spot uh, behavior change program on the Fridays in the Facebook groups, and you've seen a huge difference in how you speak to yourself on a daily basis. That's a huge win. So that's bright spots. You need to go and just figure out what has actually gone well. You need to take the time to write these things down. These are gonna be, a, like again, it's a good practice to get into because it helps you analyze the right things as opposed to just focusing on the negatives. If you focus on the negatives, although then you might wanna see improvement on those things, because you haven't realized what's going well, you might give a little bit more weight or gravity to one thing that actually is going to maybe sap your energy the most or really not be a, a useful um, you know, way to spend your time in, in focusing over the next couple of weeks. So that's why we start with bright spots. Then we're going to move into, you know, what you think about some, you know, I want you to think about some of the things that maybe didn't go so well during the open or maybe in the lead up to the open. So what didn't you enjoy or what did you struggle with is going to be your next question to yourself. I didn't get my first pull up and I really wanted one. That would be a struggle. I saw one of my fellow classmates doing really well in the workout. I'm really happy for them. I really thought I would be better than they, I really thought I would do better than they did though. I'm kind of disappointed in myself. This is something I hear uh, I think this is maybe more of a a thing that isn't spoken about because we don't want to obviously uh, take other people's, you know, steal other people's thunder. But it can be a real thought for a lot of folks, which is, oh, I really thought that person wasn't as fit as, you know, I thought I was fitter than that person. And they've just absolutely smashed me in that workout. And that can be, you know, a problem in your own head. And so it's okay to write these things down. This is obviously a private practice for yourself, your eyes only, maybe your coaches. And we can hopefully help you deal with that and what to do next to help you avoid that kind of process. Um, moving on I saw uh, sorry I haven't been consistent for months you know I don't know how to get motivated about this anymore maybe you just haven't been coming to the gym and then you saw the open and you thought you know what I haven't been consistent I really not I'm not gonna be very good in the open therefore I don't want to do it and you know that's something you struggle with over the last couple of months write them down get them out of your head onto paper so we can figure out which ones you actually want to address which ones are just there because you feel you're feeling negative and which ones are there and that we can actually do something about them okay then comes the most important question of all well what do you want next now that you know what's been going well for you 
and you know what you've been struggling with, out of all those things, what's actually the most important thing for you? If you could flick a switch with your health and fitness, what would you be able to do, look like, or weigh in relation to health and fitness? Those three things are, you know, sometimes important and sometimes really not important. I've definitely gone through phases of my own fitness journey where looks are the most important thing, where I'm maybe just training for aesthetics. But I've also gone through the whole, ooh, I've just opened a gym and I haven't been training properly for a couple of years and my weight's creeping up. And so weight suddenly becomes a little bit more of the, the most important thing in my fitness journey. And then I've also had the, you know what, I'm not bothered about what I look like. I'm not even bothered about what I weigh. I'm only bothered about what I can do. And so those three kinds of uh, focuses are probably gonna weave in and out of one another over your entire fitness journey. And so the last question I'd say is, you know, if we sat down in three months time and wrote a list of things that you can do now that you couldn't do then, what would be on that list? That's a great question to ask and it's a great question to answer. What health metrics are important to you? Do you wanna improve those? You need to figure out what it is that you want to do next or what's important to you so then we can start to create a plan. This is where your unique definition of health and fitness really serves you best. This is the thing that you need to communicate excuse me this is the thing you need to communicate with yourself as well as your coach. It's okay to train without goals and it can you can go a long period of time with training without goals. What we find is that any longer than about three to six months of training without goals kind of leads us to lose motivation. You risk prioritizing health less, making worse choices around health and healthy habits and lifestyle. And in essence, everything can kind of spiral when you don't have a goal. Those who regularly check in and do goal reviews with their coaches every quarter tend to stay way more motivated and achieve way more things in such a shorter period of time simply because they've put whatever's in their head out onto either paper or they've given it to a coach who can say, hey, this is what you need to focus on for the next three months if you're looking to either stay motivated, create more motivation or obviously achieve, achieve new things. What if I feel fit enough as it is and I don't need a goal review because I don't have any goals? That's okay. We would still love to maybe sit down with you. You should still go through this exercise, whether you do that by yourself or you do it with the coach. And we would obviously recommend with the coach. We just want to hear about how great your fitness journey has been. If it is, if it is the case that you feel as fit enough, you know, fit as you are, and you don't need any help with trying to figure out the next couple of weeks or months around your fitness journey, then we would just love to sit down with you and hear about how well that's been going for you and why you've had such great results. Maybe you even know of somebody within your local, you know, your circle that that could benefit from having the same results you've had. You don't just have to sit down with us to try and make yourself progress. There's no, there's nothing stopping you from trying to get others involved and getting them the same results and same good experience that you've had over the last year. So, like I said, goal reviews aren't just about making plans and becoming more committed to the plan. Goal reviews or check-ins are dedicated time with you know for you and a coach, a coach that cares about your health and fitness. It's a way of sharing with somebody who is possibly even sometimes more interested in your health than you are. You might just wish to ask questions that could help you with mindset, motivation, or nutrition. Think of it more as time with a mentor. Mentors tend to know more about topics and, well, more, more about topics than the recipient of the mentor. So use this time to pick our brains on all things health and fitness related. There's value in everything we do from our Facebook group to the gym floor itself. 
booking time in with the coach is going to be a really good step in figuring out what to do after the intramural open. And so that leads me on to exactly what this podcast is all about. It's, it's, we're moving into April, and for us as Solve, April is totally for goal reviews. Like I said, it's about just checking in with a coach, understanding what's gone well, what you're struggling with, and what's important to you now, because it might have changed over the couple of years, and we just want to know and be able to celebrate those things with you. We want to also hear about how your experience with the Intramural Open was, and we want to know all, of, all the great things that happened for you and your teammates. We would like to know so we can help you in the future even more. What was your favorite part about participating in the Intramural Open? What's been going well in your training over the last three months? What do you feel like you've been struggling with and what's important to you now and what do you want next? These conversations can really shape your training for years. So let's catch up soon, right? We're just moving into April. I'd love to get as many of you guys into goal reviews as possible. If you've never done one with us, think of it as your annual review. If you've never done one, start in April by getting your first one in. And even if you don't commit to you know, reviewing that process every three months, April is for goal reviews at Solve. It's a chance to check in with the coach, tell us what's been going well, what you're struggling with, and if you want to change anything next. I had a uh, really good conversation. I've been ill, as most of you know, for the last sort of three weeks with sinusitis. And I had a really good analogy kind of shared with me with my with my own mentor, and uh, I think it's beneficial for you guys. But when it comes to fitness prescriptions, so think of it like if you're sick, okay, you go to the doctors and you describe your symptoms, and they might describe they might prescribe a uh, course of medication. Well, once they've done that, how many times a day do you have to take that pill? How many pills a day do you have to take it? How long do you have to take it for? And for example, I just had sinusitis. I was prescribed ten days of antibiotics. I had to take three three tablets a day for ten days. Well, why wasn't it fifteen? Why wasn't it? Uh, two tablets a day for 21 days and what is it's very very similar to fitness and it should be seen as very similar to fitness is that doctors will prescribe or the doctor on the day prescribed me 10 days of antibiotics because they wanted to see how effective 10 days at three tablets a day was before they then gave me either another prescription or changed the prescription they needed to know how effective the dose was in fixing the problem. The same is true for fitness. Group classes might fix most or, or help most people um, who already have an established level of fitness, you know, drive their fitness forward to an extent. But over time, that can become, you know, that's where you have like uh, results will kind of plateau a little bit. Maybe you lose a little bit of motivation, things like that. What what we mean to say is that the dose is no longer fixing the problem. So you have to change the dosage or you have to change the prescription. For example, you might have done three classes a week for six months and you might have had some great results. And then you might feel that your results are kind of slowing down a little bit. And so we might say, well, a good way to kind of kick things off is, hey, if you're not maybe like, are you able to commit to maybe five sessions a week rather than three? And if the answer is no, I can't afford that or I haven't got the time for that, our next go-to would be, well, what can you, what extra activities could you maybe fit inside your week? And you might say, well, actually, my friend's been asking me to play football once a week um, for about three or four weeks and I, I keep kind of fobbing him off, but I actually really like to do that. Our recommendation would be, hey, add in a game of football every week 
and see if that kind of kickstarts some more results again. Let's see what that does, right? Because we've just increased the dosage. We, we, we haven't changed your prescription. It's still three classes a week, but we've improved the dosage a little bit. Okay, we're getting a fourth day of activity in rather than three. The same is true for, for every other kind of pursuit, okay? So one of the things that we will always do in goal reviews is we'll offer you like a good, better, and best. So depending on what your goal is, we might say, hey, actually what you're doing is kind of hitting the nail on the head right now, right? Based on your goals and how many times you're coming in classes and the results you're telling me you're getting, sounds like the thing is really working. I'd like you to stay where you are I'd like to just to keep consistent with what you're doing right now. And in three months time, we'll sit down again and we'll see if things have changed or if it's still the same. If it's still the same, we carry on. For some people in the goal reviews, they come in hot. They know exactly what they want. They're like, hey man, I've been doing this for two years and I really want to muscle up. Like, I don't care about anything else. And we might be saying, we might say something like, okay, well, how many pull-ups have you got? How many dips have you got? And if they haven't got those, We'll say, cool, well, these are the things that we need to focus on first. So what what can we do to help you get those? And if you're training maybe five group classes a week where we're not exactly prioritizing the idea of pulling and pushing, we might recommend that that person maybe drops their classes down to three a week and maybe fits in a PT every week or every other week or something like that so that they can have some time with a coach to focus on the things or the prerequisite strength required for that all-important muscle-up. We might say, we actually recommend you do that for three months. And at the end of the three months, we're gonna say, why don't we try spending maybe just two of those sessions on the skill of the muscle up? So we'll develop some strength for about eight weeks, maybe maybe 10 weeks. And in the last two weeks, we're gonna go and try some muscle ups. How does that sound? And they might say, yeah, that sounds really good. Let's go, let's get on with it. And within 12 weeks, they've got the muscle up. They've got exactly what they wanted. What happens after that? Well, the dose worked. Okay, the prescription and the dose, then the the, uh, the dosage worked for their goal, so we no longer need that same prescription, right? I say, what do you want next? And they might say, well, I'm really glad that I've got three muscle ups, but you know, I'd like fifteen. And at that point, I might say to them, you know what? I'd like you to go back into class, and I'd like you to scale your movements up to muscle ups when necessary, so that we can work on developing your capacity within a group setting, which drives intensity. And ultimately, that's probably going to be the next thing that's going to help you get 15. I'm going to say, let's check in again in 90 days. <clears throat> and you're going to be really happy with your results. So that's like several ways of how the goal review works. It's a very, very beneficial practice that we like to implement at Solve. And I know that only the best gyms really do that. We want to hear what's going well for you so that we can help you, you know, forever if we can. Um, almost to the point that you won't even need us. That's the ultimate goal. So guys, that's today's episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. If you are not a member at Solve and you're like, what is the Intramural Open? I have not heard anything about that at all. You can find everything you need to know about that on our first episode. And I think it is actually the title of that is the Intramural Open. So thanks for listening today, guys, and hopefully see you soon. See ya.